Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful. This is Inside the Royal Rumble 3. Now, some of you are like, well, we didn't expect this stream, and I didn't either until somebody popped into my comments, and I mentioned that the article for Inside the Royal Rumble 3 was going to drop on Monday. It's up for Fightful Select subscribers now. Uh, years down the line, if people see this video, that'll be completely irrelevant. But then I thought to myself, oh, wait, I did do videos for inside the Royal Rumble one and two. Now, now, granted, those are categorically different than the written features that I published on inside the Royal Rumble. And to give you guys a little 
background on that. I, in, I think 2019, 2020, I decided I was going to do a big feature of a collection of stories on the Royal Rumble. It's my favorite uh, match event of the year. I've always spoke of the, the overwhelming optimism from that. Like even if the past two, three, six, eight months suck, you can go into the Royal Rumble and uh, at least have some sense of optimism. Also, I've spoken openly about having ADHD, and I think that having a new person come out every 60, 90, 120 seconds really appeals to that as well. And throughout all the chaos, it actually allows me to focus a little bit more. So I've, I've always had a, a soft spot for it. Lo I've always loved wrestling in battle royals. I've loved watching battle royals. Uh, I love that. It's just one of my favorite things. But there was not going to be an Inside the Royal Rumble 3. Uh, based on the heels of the, the first one, I had some stories left over and I decided to do a second one. But the amount of time that that takes out of interviews and planning and, and setting that up is, is kind of overwhelming when everybody that you interview throughout the year is somebody that, that has been in a Royal Rumble and you always ask them about that. Well, it gets a bit redundant in interviews and stuff. So I was like, well, at the very least, I need to take a year off of it. I need to uh, get my bearings underneath me and then you know, give myself some more time to maybe do another one. I had somebody reach out to, about maybe doing a book or something like that. I don't know. But then like November hit and I looked back at the year that, that had preceded us and how crazy the year was. You know, Cody Rhodes left. Sasha and Naomi walked out. Vince McMahon wrestled. Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled. Cody showed up in WWE. That's the first half of the year before we got all to all the crazy event stuff. Stephanie leaving the first half of the year. Not to mention, you know, the CM Punks, the MJFs, Vince leaving and coming back. And I was thinking about the big stories at the beginning of the year. And the, the two big ones were Mickey James being in the Royal Rumble and then how much of a nightmare the Royal Rumble was in general. Now, I, I reported on a lot of this stuff on Fightful Select, but I realized there's a whole lot of stories and things and conjecture and speculation and rumors that a lot of people just never knew about. And I can pinpoint this month, January 2022, from a reporting perspective, is when a whole wealth of people that previously had retained confidence in Vince McMahon as a booker, as a leader, they lost that confidence. It was gone. And there are so many stories about this. now. Inside the Royal Rumble 1 and 2 were way different. These were on-the-record stories, but for the most part, about 95% of them. We talked to Triple H, Bret Hart, Court Bauer, Tom Pritchard, Shane Helms, Shotzi, Victoria, Jake Hager, Kevin Owens, Duke the Dumpster Drossy, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Kurt Angle, Drew McIntyre, Scotty Tuhati, Chelsea Green, Randy Orton, Jeff Jarrett, Dakota Kai, the Bushwhackers, Brian Myers, Sinkara, Mojo, Mike and Maria Bennett, Mandy, Chuck Palumbo. We had a lot of people that talked to us about these Royal Rumble matches and, and what happened behind them and, and sort of their experiences, positive, negative, indifferent, how they work, how they don't work. We were able to do that, and I was like, well, there's not going to be anybody, even with Vince gone at the time, that will probably speak out about how much how much chaos was associated with the 2022 Royal Rumble. 
So I decided to do a bit of a different one. We do have quotes from Mickey and Kofi in there, but that's more to support the stories of chaos that were already happening. January 2022 was the lowest I've ever seen WWE's morale, which is ironic because at the moment that I started writing this in late November 2022, it was the highest I had ever seen it. Now, here we are in January 2023. And that cloud of Vince McMahon is back over the WWE. It started with day one. And a lot of things went wrong with day one. First off, Roman and Brock booked against each other again. Changed the record, right? Well, the record did get changed. Because Roman Reigns got sick. And what they did was they took Big E from a one-on-one match to a you know, triple threat, fatal four-way. Then they just decided abruptly to throw Brock in there. And not only did they throw Brock in there, Brock won the title. Well, okay. That's the end of the Roman Reigns feud, right? Well, not really. Because Brock would lose that title at the Royal Rumble. Bobby Lashley got hurt along the way, so he couldn't wrestle after that. There were a lot of people upset about Big E. There were people that told me that uh, he was... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Way more upset than, than or disheartened, I should say, than he thought that he was going to be, right? And that's understandable. And Biggie is one of those universally liked guys. So I'm looking forward to the Royal Rumble as I do every year, going to St. Louis, hoping they can right some wrongs, but that just didn't happen. Not only did Brock Lesnar win the WWE title that he wasn't even scheduled to, to compete for at day one, he won the Royal Rumble a few weeks later because he lost that, that title match. Well, what happens a few weeks later when Bobby Lashley gets hurt? Well, Brock's in the Elimination Chamber, wins the title again. What? What? Okay. We know what happened at WrestleMania. They combine the titles. It gets defended every so often. Yada, yada. There's a lot of people that were very upset about that, about that booking, about how it was inept, and so much had been sacrificed in order to do the same thing they've been trying to do for years. I've always said it. They've been trying to make fetch happen with Brock and Roman. And SummerSlam was a lot of fun with the tractor and all that stuff. They didn't need what they had, right? They, did, they didn't need to do that. So Big E enters the Royal Rumble at a prime spot. He lasted less than seven minutes, eliminated nobody. There was no redemption whatsoever. Brock popped up as a surprise, went two and a half minutes, number 30, tossed out like five people, won the title back at Chamber. A lot of this stuff you couldn't predict. You can't predict Roman Reigns getting sick. You can't predict Bobby Lashley getting hurt. But the choices you make, the choices that you make in association with that, boy, those go a long way. So the Royal Rumble happens. I'm in St. Louis for the show. And we'll get to, to who was around and all that stuff. But you got... Abyss, Jamie Noble, Davari, Adam Pierce, some really qualified people helping out with this, this Royal Rumble match. Like, great wrestling minds. Then Shane McMahon came in and helped. Oh boy, that's where it started. Shane McMahon caused such a wreck in this Royal Rumble that Vince McMahon said to a person of, of confidence, he will never get a pop again as long as I'm in this company. Well, what did Shane McMahon want? Well, he was changing around a lot of things. He was changing around a lot of a lot of entry points for the Royal Rumble. He wanted to put himself in a very advantageous looking position with Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar doesn't like that. And apparently, uh, Vince McMahon saw it Brock's way, as he probably should have in that situation. Now, Shane was not officially listed as a producer for the match. We've since learned that for this one appearance, he made over $800,000 as an independent contractor. That's probably based on a salary or something like that. But when Vince learned of Shane's plans, he was not happy. And Lesnar was like, you're 51. You've never fought. Why are we going toe-to-toe? -to -toe? What's going on here? You have a higher opinion of you than I have of you. But as bad as that Rumble match was, this would have made it worse. Now, that wasn't even the only messy thing there. There's footage of this that I've seen, too, because a lot of people doubted the story. 
Shane McMahon was supposed to come in at 29. Randy Orton was supposed to come in at 28. Randy Orton standing there in Gorilla. Actually, in the trailer for WWE 24 for this very event, they show what happened right before what I'm about to talk about. Randy Orton looks at the camera. He winks. He's chewing his gum. He's excited. And where that cuts off on the trailer is where Shane McMahon's music hits. Here comes the money hits. And Shane McMahon's like, what? What the hell? What's going on? What's going on? Randy Orton literally fell on the ground laughing, made it abundantly clear that he would not be entering at this number. Shane McMahon is livid, doesn't know what he's supposed to do, goes on out there, has his little spots, and Randy Orton's like, well, you know what? I'm not going to come out to ching, ching, bling, bling. That ain't That's not going to happen there, buddy. Go on and get to the ring as he's literally rolling on the ground laughing. I hope one day they release the footage of this. Because if you watch the 24, it's a whole lot different than what you would have imagined. It's like, oh, let me tell the story of Austin Theory, who did not really have a big story in this match, right? But the cameras are always there. The cameras are filming everything. Everything. I'll just say this. I don't think Abyss, Jamie Noble, Adam Pierce, and Sean Devari needed help. I don't think they needed help. There were people getting their numbers changed during the middle of this, this match. It was a nightmare. There was no Iron Man spot. Like, AJ lasted 29 minutes. He threw out six people. That was a good spot for him. Uh, there, there were some positives. Johnny Knoxville was incredible. I heard that he was he was joking with people. He was very, very like into it. Like He actually knew his stuff really well, too. Um, the night before, I was out with some WWE connections, and there were, you know, there were rumors that Brock Lesnar unplanned body slammed Wee Man. I can tell you, these people at least knew that it was coming because they were very happy with it. They were very much uh, like that all went according to plan. Thumbs up, he he. So either they were trying to make it look like to me that that happened or it was supposed to happen, or it was actually supposed to happen. So the Jackass guys were a big hit. Because, you know, a lot of these people grew up on Jackass. And they're just wonderful. But a lot of the other Royal Rumbles, Rumble stuff, was not well planned out or, or well done. And, I mean, you cannot underscore the importance of not having Pat Patterson there. Now, I know you'd say, well, Pat Patterson wasn't there the year before either. Well, they, they didn't wrestle in front of a crowd there either on in 2021. That was a Thunderdome crowd. And I know that Pat Patterson had been de-emphasized many times and throughout the years, but he was always available to consult. And he's the guy that invented that match. And this is the first live Royal Rumble that didn't have the option of any of his input. So there's a lot of stuff that you know goes wrong in a, in a thing like this. Like Kofi Kingston's spot, unfortunately messed up. He told me that he was actually happy that he kind of got to experience Failing in that sense, because that hadn't happened before. It almost did. Almost did it at a, at a WrestleMania Battle Royal, I think it is. But he was also quick to credit John Morrison and said that he loved Casey Catanzaro and, and Naomi's spots. But he said that it adds to the element of realism. But unfortunately, you know, that affects the match. He was supposed to be in a lot longer than 20 seconds, right? Well, a lot of people didn't know Drew McIntyre was going to be back at all. 
Like he was out since day one and he was out three or four weeks and they made it sound like he was going to be out for a long time. He had a rough neck injury that had been bothering him for, I think over five, six years and people in gorilla for a guy who had been gone like three or four weeks were not kept in the know about his return. They were shocked because they're, they're like, well, we saw you a few weeks ago, but we thought you were supposed to be out for months and months. Eh, no big deal. That's a good surprise. Cool. Bad Bunny was great. AJ Styles and Nakamura's interaction to kick off the Rumble was nice. But people were not happy about Brock Lesnar, who had just won the WWE title, just lost it, also being put in the Royal Rumble to win. That, that didn't exactly sit right with a lot of people, you know? And I'm sure the time heals all wounds type of thing is is real. And fans will look back at this and say, it wasn't nearly as bad. Yes, it was, it was that bad. It was horrible. It was a bad idea. It was an insult to people who watched the show on a weekly basis and wanted to see something fresh. This was the same old shit. And that's before we got to the Women's Royal Rumble. So Sasha Banks had come back the night before. Uh, actually, en route to that meeting that I was just telling you about, I broke the news that Sasha was back. They had done the thing where they said that she was going to be out six weeks, which would put her out past the Rumble, but they, they had always planned for her to be back. So we had reported that. The Women's Rumble was unique because there were a lot of women who were not hiding that they were in town. Like, Cameron running around with her big purple hair and Sarah Logan was rolling around. In fact, I was out to dinner with the two people from WWE. And there was somebody that watched wrestling that like, I think maybe they jokingly asked me for a scoop or something. They said, is the undertaker going to be in the Royal rumble? And the person from WWE said, no, he's just a supportive husband. He's here for Michelle, which was absolutely true. 100% true. And I like joked around and I said, well, is Sarah Logan a supportive wife here in town two days before her husband gets here? And they, they just kind of giggled about it because obviously she was set for the Royal Rumble. Now, the thing is, a lot of the women, the, the legends that were announced for this Royal Rumble, were contacted well ahead of time, like six, seven, eight weeks ahead of time. But they didn't know that they would be announced at all, much less in December, mid-December, they were announced. So they were like, whoa, we didn't have any time to prepare for this. Thought we were going to be surprises, which a couple of them were. But the most interesting one was Mickey James. That's the Forbidden Door one, right? And a lot of people are like, oh my God, Impact wrestler Mickey James appearing for WWE. Well, the reality of that situation is she's very loyal to Impact. She could have done it anyway. She was a free agent. She told us on the record, yeah, I was a free agent during that. They didn't really have a say in it. But still, Mickey being the person that she was, like mandated it be a part of the deal. Well, I want the Impact title to be featured on there. There were a couple people in Impact who had been under the impression this would be announced after their Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Because when you announce a Mickey James in the Royal Rumble, two weeks before she's got a title match, a main event title match on pay-per-view, it kind of telegraphs what they're going to do because obviously Impact Wrestling is going to want that championship belt on the Royal Rumble. They want it mentioned. On the run sheets internally when, it, when she was announced, it had question marks after Impact Knockouts Champion, which indicated maybe they'd announce it, maybe they wouldn't. Well, if Vince McMahon had his way, it wouldn't have been at all. 
Now, I'd been told that Mickey was kind of worried that they would do this right before uh, she came out, and that's exactly what Vince McMahon tried to do. Vince had told a producer, okay, she can do this, but I don't want that championship belt on my TV. And that producer, I don't even know if it made it back to Mickey, because that producer said, well, Vince, that's a part of the agreement. And from what I was told, Vince said, fine, fuck it. We'll do it. Just have her do it quick. She got to come out to hardcore country, all kinds of stuff, pick up her feud with Michelle McCool. It was nice. But a lot of these stories that were, were written into the Royal Rumble were done by the women themselves. Like you saw Summer Rae run out. And I can't believe this made it to TV. She goes sprinting to the ring at Natalia. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. How yeah. They had been working this angle themselves on social media in relation to their Total Divas days. And Summer screams, you fucking bitch! Fuck you! And I didn't even hear of any heat. People thought it was hilarious. Like, people backstage even thought it was funny. I was told that Vince, like, didn't necessarily catch it. He was just like, ah, oh, she's fired up. Yeah, you think? She was eliminated pretty quickly, but... A lot of these women did have to come up with their own stories because a couple weeks before that, TJ Wilson hit the bricks. And the deal with TJ Wilson has always been, Tyson Kidd, is that he can pretty much come and go as he wants as a producer. But I had people in the company saying, oh, he's done. He's leaving. Now, I had people very close to him that were like, no, 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 he's not. He's just taking a break. But WDB was very concerned there. They had to bring in Fit Finley to kind of make up for what he was doing. Like, like kind of make up for that and end up helping produce that that show. I'll have more info on on the other producers a little bit later, but uh, you know they they wanted to get some superstars in for the Royal Rumble, the women's side of things, but not having T.J. Wilson there did did hurt them. They had Shane Helms, Molly Holly, Pat Buck, who is now in AEW, and Michael Hayes, all very good. But Lana was contacted, and she was like, I don't really want to do it without TJ there. Like, that was that was a big thing. Uh, Nia Jax was contacted for the Royal Rumble. Didn't want to do it. She was like, you guys just fired me. Why, the, why would I do that? The Iconics were both contacted. Even though they were both under actual contracts, they didn't seem keen on doing it. So, I mean, that was four people off the bat that they wanted, and they didn't get. Kyrie Sane and Asuka were mentioned, but we were told that Asuka wasn't ready. Uh, you know, the pun there. And Kyrie wasn't available or something like that, or at least that, that was the line they were given. 
they they asked about Alexa Bliss. They said, nope, we can't use Alexa Bliss. We've got these these skits, these segments running where she's in therapy. We can't bring her out there. We can't do it. We've got these in the can for a few weeks after this, and, and we're changing her character. So she's not featured on TV. Well, guess what? She wasn't too thrilled that she didn't win Elimination Chamber and they didn't have anything creatively for her. So she went home a few weeks after those skits anyway. Okay. But not having that cohesive production definitely didn't help. Now, when when they get into town, they do rehearsals like a couple nights before. They, they've got a, a section blocked off in the hotel on like a different floor. I'm not going to say what floors they do it on. But they have a ring set up. And they go through rehearsals there. And they do it that way. Nobody can walk in that's not supposed to be there. Uh, and, and there were major problems with the hotel that the wrestlers were staying at. Like, I mean, I promise. These wrestlers love seeing you guys, but... There were mobs and lines there that they they weren't necessarily, you know, that's their second home. And you're trying to protect some surprises, not necessarily conducive to that situation. But women's Royal Rumble, Sasha gets eliminated with the quickness. People are not happy about it. Ivory pops up. That's great. That's great. Pretty cool. Rebella showed up, got a great pop. Michelle McCool does what she does, works a good 20 minutes. But the in-ring work just wasn't quite there, right? And a bunch of the legends came in, got eliminated in under, like, what, a minute? I feel like eight or nine of the women that got brought in were just eliminated in under a minute. Lita came in, banged up. She was hurt. She was She had trained for the match. She had a banged-up shoulder, a banged-up neck. It was, you know, it was tough. For they, they And there was some concern there. Doesn't help that Vince McMahon's booking didn't exactly instill much confidence, right? Like, because it wasn't good. I, I did think that the story between Sonya and Cameron made an awful lot of sense because uh, Naomi had told me just the day before that she was excited about that storyline with, uh, with Sonya Deville because she never had, like, an extensive storyline. Either way, Ronda Rousey comes back. You know, not her best run in 2022, but a big star that came back, got a big pop. That was nice. But still, you run these Royal Rumbles, and neither of the people that won it were really promoted. Now, we had broken the news that Ronda Rousey was coming back that week. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We had heard that Bad Bunny was in town, that Shane McMahon was in town, but there were some people that weren't that weren't on the show that were in town. Like Jillian Hall rolled up unadvertised, head to the secret rehearsal room. What are you going to do? Oksana, Caitlin were around. But I mean, they were alternates. And WWE does that pretty often, especially since COVID. They'll have alternates on hand. On the men's side, there was Apollo, Cedric, R-Truth, Shelton. They were all used for media day and, and, and filming like table for three and all that. Because what they'll do is whenever there's a ton of people in town, they'll bring them in and do table for three. Like they had been talking with Kurt Angle about potentially refing a match around there. They're like, well, come into St. Louis. We'll do something with you anyway. They had some meetings. They ended up filming table for three. Neato, gang. Cool. Maximize your content, right? Makes an awful lot of sense to me. I'll tell you what doesn't make sense to me. When you're at the Royal Rumble, and you set off pyro right underneath a very flammable sign. The WrestleMania sign, the one that they point to all the time, 
caught fire twice. I was directly behind it in, in the seats that we got, the credentialed seats. This is the second fire I've seen in WWE. Raw 1001 in Cincinnati caught the arena on fire. We had to evacuate. It's back when I worked for One Wrestling. I did a little call in with Bill Apter. It caught on fire. And a lot of people were distracted during the Becky and Dewdrop match. It was very distracting. Then, towards the, the, the last match, it did it again. They had to evacuate everybody from underneath there. It was scary. It was dangerous. You had the, the, the stuff dripping down. It was a nightmare, man. An absolute nightmare. A mess. Caught fire twice. And they're just like, eh, whatever. Fortunately, they were on top of it. Uh, but people backstage, they had no idea. They were like, why is everybody so distracted? Like, in fact, I heard people in Gorilla were like, man, why is this match not hitting? Why is this match not connecting? Some other stuff that I had learned about the Royal Rumble. A wrestler had tried to pitch for Mustafa Ali to be in the match. Mustafa Ali had publicly asked for his release. And there were some people that were like, well, I don't know if he'd even want to do that. And then when the story came out, he was like, you're damn right. I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Melina popped up and got eliminated in less than a minute. And there was some pushback on that because, you know, the, the diva era stands. Of course, they love Melina. Why wouldn't they love Melina? She stayed active. She she looked great. She looked, like he, she looked like she could do some stuff. And you have her come in, do this face off of Sasha, two people who would have never have interacted in the ring. And then poof, she's gone. There was some pushback internally on a lot of these legends being eliminated with such quickness. There were rumors, reports that Matt Riddle was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. It was like a last-minute decision not to, and I was told, no, 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 no. Not only was Matt Riddle not a last-minute decision to not win the Rumble, he was never discussed to win the Rumble, and they had never discussed anybody but Brock. And even on like day one, you would hear, oh, this person was supposed to win, this person was supposed to lose. They didn't tell anybody who was supposed to win the day one title match until it was said, Brock's going to win. Now, the NXT talent was very baffling here, right? Because WWE had to bring in like 10, 11, 12, 13 legends for the Women's Royal Rumble because Vince McMahon and company had fired so many people that they didn't have enough to fill it out. Now, Fightful Selected reported this past week ahead of the 2023 Rumble that in the first set of meetings, it was said, okay, we're not going to lean into that so much this year. We got a big enough roster. There are over 30 women active in WWE that can use up spots in the Royal Rumble, but they were told to come up with unconventional surprises. I don't know what that means for NXT. And of course, there, there's likely to be some surprises, I'm sure. I ain't saying there's no legends, but there have definitely been some, some old timers, so to speak. These women are 35 to 40, hardly old timers that have reached out and been told, thanks, but no thanks. Maybe another time we'll do it because they've done that quite a few times with those women. There's, there's a lot of repeat usage out of these legends, right? But in 2022, WWE wanted to stay far away from utilizing NXT 2.0 talent. None were used in either Royal Rumble match. I would, I would expect now that's going to be different. Now, I mean... This loss of confidence in Vince McMahon really kicked off in January, and it really hit hard at the Royal Rumble. 
I gained a lot of sources, quite frankly, from the booking of January, from day one to Royal Rumble. There were a lot of people that were willing to talk, that were complaining, that maybe wouldn't have otherwise. And by WrestleMania, I will say that there were there were some people that had sort of regained a little bit of confidence because Cody Rhodes came in, and then after that, they're like, all right, well, they're booking him all right, but nobody else is getting booked all right. And we will never know how long Vince would have booked Cody Rhodes competently because then Cody got hurt. And then, you know, obviously Vince McMahon was exposed to be exactly what most people knew that he was, right? But the morale in January was the lowest I had ever seen it. And they had to know it was a bad idea the way they booked the Rumble because what did they do? After Brock did all his shit, they're like, hey, Randy, we need you to stay in the ring and pose for the St. Louis crowd. Send them home happy. Let's do something like that. Or you could just book the damn show, right? Just book the damn show the correct way. I'm going to let a report speak for itself right after the Rumble. It said, WWE's morale seems at a uh, seems near a decades-long low, if not an all-time low, for the locker room. Since this past week's heavily criticized Royal Rumble, Fightful has heard from a wealth of discouraged and disappointed WWE talent frustrated with the direction of the company. Ranging from those rarely on television to consistent main eventers, new names, and veterans, we've heard of decreasing morale within the locker room. The Royal Rumble was a major point of frustration, issues with how the match was produced, the lack of most talent not being highlighted to maximize their presence were repeatedly noted. There were also issues with moments not being created, the lack of capitalizing on many angles that built itself to the match. One longtime talent said that nothing matters outside of four people, maybe, as the vibe that they get. Over a half dozen main roster talent pointed to issues with continuity and nobody else being designed to do anything. Several talent have felt like they're without a voice, and are reduced to making pleas on social media. Another talent said that they've never felt less heard and their attempts to uh, speak with Vince McMahon go ignored, met with haste, or sometimes seemingly spitefully go the other way based on their recommendations. We've also heard of several contradictory decisions over the past months that have reversed course to something that talent had already pitched and been denied prior, which means they would pitch something, they'd be told no, then they would get on board with the other plan, Vince would go back to that and say, ah, we'll go with that. But it would be too late. One wrestler stated, quote, if you see a complaint with merit and in good faith about something that lacks sense, logic, or continuity, I almost guarantee we've complained about it too. It just never changes anything, end quote. Several talent we spoke to believe that WWE will eventually sell with one saying that's the only way they can rationalize some of the decision-making should be noted that this report doesn't reflect the locker room as a whole, only those we spoke to and their experiences. So here we are. It is a year later. And this, this cloud of Vince McMahon does hang over WWE again. We have an opportunity to see a Triple H booked Royal Rumble, a guy who's been in a lot of them. He's been around a lot of them. And look at the producers they have now. Very competent guys. Very smart guys and girls. Not enough girls, but they need, they need some more women producing. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. They've got some special people that can be made here. This is, you do a Rick Martell spot where somebody, you go, like, he went 40 minutes? Really? You create feuds. You set up matches. Somebody eliminates somebody from the Royal Rumble. They're mad. There you go. I could do a whole nother stream on things I would fix. I would you say, hey, if you, you don't come to the ring, and get in by the time the next entrant comes in, you're you're DQ'd, you're out. No people who aren't in the match eliminating other people. No standing on the ground and then getting back in. You know, let's get creative with these spots as opposed to just having one foot on the ground and hopping around. There's a lot of things that I would change about the Royal Rumble. But I still love it. And I still want it to be the best thing. It's an opportunity of optimism. It's an opportunity to see a whole lot of talent look good. Go back to the 2004 Royal Rumble. Matt Morgan. He was green as hell, right? Green as hell. And didn't really wrestle uh, much after that. But when I saw that, I go, oh, that's why they were pushing this guy. That's why they had him doing something, something fun. He was in for 12 minutes. He came in. He got his shine. 
He eliminated a guy. He hit some power bombs, some big moves. And I'm like, damn, he could be a guy. I want to see them maximize the Royal Rumble. I would love to see them do like a mid-year Raw Rumble or an NXT Rumble. Get some viewers, man. Do Get a presenting sponsor and go commercial free. Or just say, we won't have any entries during the break. That would be a cool approach. The Royal Rumble, to me, is the most special match. And they have also done it, I would say, a bit of a service. In that Just because they win the Royal Rumble does not mean that they're going to win the world title. I mean, look, how many people have we seen that, that didn't, right? Like, a ton. Nakamura, Brock. Well, Brock won an elimination chamber, but, like, Rousey, Edge. There, there were a lot of people who, of late, have not done that. And... I think it's all right to do. It couldn't be the boyhood dream every year, right? Like, <laughs> awesome. I mean, Shawn Michaels didn't win it in 95. Luger didn't win it in 94. Stone Cold in 97 didn't end up getting the title. Obviously, Mr. McMahon didn't. The Rock didn't end up winning the title in 2000. They, they, they've done it enough to where, well, you don't necessarily know who is going to win it and then go win the title. But also, I feel like there's been a bit of a disservice because it doesn't feel as special, and it should feel very, very special. Greg Cherry mentions Del Rio and Cena. I want the Royal Rumble to be special, and a lot of it has to do with great booking. And when a Royal Rumble is great, look at 92. Look at 2007. Look at how great a Royal Rumble can be. 2001. Look at how great it can be, how special it can be. And let's go with that. Guys, I hope you all enjoyed Inside the Royal Rumble 3. Read the written piece. Please read the written piece. Uh, it has a lot more to it. It's a lot more, it's a lot easier for me to type out the mess than than even speak it. And even as bad as it seems, it was worse. We're in a new era. Hopefully, we're in a fun era. Hopefully, we're in an era where this stuff will be us talking about positive memories because that's what I want out of wrestling. I want, I want the, I know if it bleeds, it leads, they say. I, I want some happy stuff, man. I want to talk to people about these iconic rumble moments. I, I want stuff like Mickey James showing up to be like, damn, remember that? I couldn't believe that happened. Instead of, Well, Vince almost didn't let her wear the title out there until somebody said tough shit. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, we're out.